Do you want to uncork? Oh, yeah. I can do this. So usually I don't do this part because I'm terrified of uncorking Mm -hmm. champagne bottles. But today we're mixing it up and Mm -hmm. we're using cold wine. I mean, white wine. Mm -hmm. I know (laughs) it is cold. It better be. (laughs) Okay. Three, two, one. Yay. (laughs) Welcome to We Can't Help Ourselves. I'm Maggie. I'm Danielle. And this is the podcast where we try different things to improve our lives and then we tell you about it. And this episode we're talking about cold showers mm-hmm. which is a hot 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 trend mm, that's what you did there uh-huh. i can improv okay <laughs> zip zap zap baby <laughs> red leather yellow leather um uh, today you really slapped me in the face for no reason there's nothing that like happened that was bad but it's just monday and like Work was fine, everything was fine, but, like, I just feel, like, beat up by Monday for some reason. I have been feeling beat up for the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. Don't know if that's because I've been taking cold showers. (laughs) Because it feels like my body is being Mm -hmm. hit in the face. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I hear, I don't know what's going on, like, uh, astrologically or, like, allergens are getting blown up, but... Um, or is it like the weed I'm smoking and the fact that like, um, I don't know, I, I've just been not really when I should, when I should be meditating, I have been kind of reckless. Yeah. So if you guys hear a sound in the background, (laughs) sorry, it's Danielle (laughs) farting. (laughs) No, it's Danielle doing the all the way recline in our easy chair. (laughs) Nothing but the best for our guests. (laughs) You do a full lie down over there, sweetie. I was just saying before we started recording, I said, Maggie, this chair reminds me of, well, there was some point last fall, I think, that we recorded. And I I think the night before I had gotten the flu vaccine and the COVID booster, and I thought, this is a great idea. I'm going to get two for one. And then the next day, I felt like I was absolutely dead. Um, Like, yeah, speaking of getting beaten up and I said like Maggie it's fine if we record I just need to be in something soft (laughs) (laughs) and then like a trooper she showed up I think that was our psychics episode I yeah I think you're correct yeah so I mean I have some updates about that because that was we recorded that in October and I think October and since then the things that I talked about on episode have like come to fruition and my psychic had really predicted what happened. I would love to she, compare and contrast experiences. <laughs> she was Go so ahead. right. Um, she was just so right that like, oh yeah, because you've seen that psychic now, huh? Recently, like a few days ago. Yeah. So she um, correctly predicted which path I would take. She would also, she also correctly uh, predicted that a big decision around it would come up in November. And then she also correctly predicted that the transition would be funky, which she used the word funky, which is like a word, I don't know, I feel like my mm. mom would use or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I was like, that's weird, you know? And then it was funky because right around the time of the transition, my sister passed away um, of cancer and... So that threw off my entire schedule. I mean, 
That sounds that sounds weird, but what I mean is my whole world got turned upside down is a better way to put that. Um, and so, you know, included in my world turning upside down was uh, a transition being like weird. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think she knew, Do you, maybe just you, do you think she knew what was funky about it and maybe no. she's withholding that? Okay. No, I don't yeah. think so. She like, she was, I did not get the sense that she was like holding anything back. I felt like she was just being like, this is what I'm getting. This is like the vibe I'm getting. And she kept saying, I don't know what it, it's not going to be about either of the things. It's just going to be about like, you know, the, yeah. the transition. And she, so I don't think she, I think she. I don't, I very much don't think she knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was kind of crazy how accurate it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like a true prediction of just like, I don't know, for me, I guess in my very minimal experiences with psychics, it's just like, okay, I'm going to like establish credibility and then like kind of tell you how the things are and then Mm -hmm. you can ask me questions. But like... Yeah, it's, like, there's no telling. I mean, like, because I saw her a few days ago, or I guess we had a phone conversation, and she would be like, well, why am I getting this? And I'd be like, I really don't know. Like, you tell me. Right. You know? Like, uh-huh. I would say, like, here's – I'm on the line, for example. Like, I'm on the line to benefit by this number, but you're telling me, like, well, why am I getting this number? And I'm just like, I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that math doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't You're tell like, you. listen, maybe go back to elementary school. Um, <sighs> well, I'm curious to know in a couple – because for me, the things that she was right about were specific enough and big enough. Like, if, if something else happened that made the transition weird – there's lots, lots of ways you could stretch into that being true, but that was, like, such a blatant one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, so it just felt weirdly true. And it felt weirdly true, like, months later, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, okay, well, I do, like, she said a lot of, like, I don't know how helpful it was, but it was very much, like, yeah, um, like, I'm getting, like, water is soothing to you, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do like to take baths. That mm-hmm. is where I go relax I love sitting in hot water so she's like okay do that like I feel like it was a lot of advice that like didn't necessarily need to pay a psychic to tell me but just like a good friend could have done the job yeah hey bestie get a dream catcher (laughs) did she tell you to get a dream catcher no she didn't (laughs) well I need to find a dream catcher (laughs) but I really want to know that's so interesting about um water being soothing to you related to cold showers Interesting. So we can get to that in yeah. a minute. Yeah, we can do that. She did say that, like, okay, this is your year. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take a leap, this is the one to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, career-wise, what's next for me? And she's like, I don't know. I'm getting, like, healer, like, doctor, nurse. And I said, no. Like, mm-hmm. that's not for me. And then, um, so I don't know. Um but she was just like, okay, like, here's, like, a list of things. Um, I don't know if she was, like, looking at cards or just, like, picking up on something. But um, she said, like, okay, so in the healer realm, like, you know, doctor, nurse, whatever. Or um, in the arts, magician. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said that. I do need you to become a magician. Like, I'm happy with that. I don't. We can stop there. That is... <laughs> 
That would be. We can do that for the pod. You could become a magician. Okay, let me let me quit my job. Just yeah. forge a new path. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny that she said that because I feel like uh, in college I took when I was trying to figure out my uh, major and I was nineteen and I <laughs> took an aptitude test that was probably written in the eighties. And one of the options for me was magician. So. I don't know. So I'm not magic. wrong. Um, <laughs> when I was in middle school, one of my friends uh, took an aptitude test, and I didn't even know what that. I thought that was so insane because I was homeschooled. So I was like, aptitude? Like, what do you mean? Like, I just thought it was so stupid that you could take a test to tell you what you're good at for some reason. Sure. Anyway, I don't know if those tests are proven, so maybe they're really good. But one of the options that it spat back to her was like janitor or something, <laughs> and. <laughs> And she was, like, so upset. And it's, like, I, yeah, I mean, no shade to janitors, of course. Right. But I understand why she'd be upset. And, like, what a weird thing to put on a middle schooler's test. I feel like I had a conversation with someone around that time. And I told them, these were the freaking options I, I right. got. And she said, I took that test one time. I mean, we went to the same school. She probably went to the same Sure. You know, career center and There's took the test. There's probably only one aptitude test. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been rewritten since 1986. Like, right. good luck. Um, like, <laughs> like tech isn't even on there. I know. <laughs> Seriously, I feel like the internet's not even like a career like option. Totally. But she said that one of the options she got were like uh, box assembler, <laughs> <laughs> or like. <laughs> <laughs> or like assembly line worker. Some, I remember it was something with boxes, <laughs> like like box maker or something insane. I had to make boxes when I worked at like an ice cream store to like package the fudge. But that's that wasn't your per- that's not your career path, Maggie. It's also weird because it's simultaneously insulting to people with those careers and also sure. somehow insulting to the people taking the tests. Like, I wonder if anyone's dream is factory worker. I don't think so. Like. I would imagine that's like maybe you are, you just don't see your job. Like you're not pursuing a passion that's related to your job. You're like using the job to like make money or like you have limited options for like many other reasons. Uh huh. It just seems like a weird yeah failure I, of a test. I have the same feelings, but regarding what our psychic told yeah. me, she our said psychic. our psychic. We should have her the, on the pod at this point. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> communicate in a way that is transferable to the podcast i'll tell you that much uh she it was really funny because like in the week leading up well so i had called her and we said great let's schedule Mm -hmm. this time a week from now Mm -hmm. and i said sounds good i paid the invoice i thought it was locked in a few days beforehand she said are we still on for 3 (laughs) p.m and i said yes and then the next day, she was like, okay, just making sure that we're fine for three. And I said, also, yes. And then there was just, like, a lot of follow-up, but I don't Do know. Do you think <laughs> she had a date that she was trying to line up for 3 p.m.? She's, like, uh, she's like on, like, Bumble or whatever, and she's like, I think I can meet at 3 p.m. Let me see if I can move this client. Well, she's maybe. Like, Are you sure? Well, she did say to me, like, <laughs> um, hey, maybe, like, I think she got confused. Yeah. Because... I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, we're not naming this person. So like, I don't, yeah. anyway, um, so maybe she got confused because I said something about like, 
she's she advised me like make a list of qualities that you're looking for in a man and I thought that's interesting because I'm already married and I'm not looking Mm -hmm. and then she said that's what I do because I've decided to start dating again and I so maybe she I think she is putting herself out there she is so I think we can manifest that for her did you I do want you to make a list of qualities that you're looking for in a man and then (laughs) show it to me Can you be different? That seems like a good uh, relationship tool. Like, hey, here's all the qualities I'm looking for. I mean, I don't know if, like, for example, like, the letter writing. Let's say I have these feelings about this person. I'm going to write them a letter and not send it. Like, maybe it's in along that same vein of, like, make a list of qualities. I'm not going to, like, you know, give it to Guy and be this. But maybe it's just, like... I wish my husband were more, for example, like organized, like, or I'm looking for someone who's more organized. It's just like, and then you manifest. Yeah. Like maybe it's just like putting it out there. Like, I don't know that I, I honestly, by the end of the conversation, I was like, whatever, I have no clue what's going on. I do think (laughs) that she was trying to manifest you canceling. So it might be proof (gasps) that manifesting doesn't work, but Mm, I guess, um, I still like her and I still think that she is a real psychic. And I think that her energies cannot be harnessed by the, you know, common brain like ours. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I was like closed off and she was like, that's your yeah, fault. Yeah, it's definitely your fault. It's on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So since psychics, it's been a minute since we recorded. And that is because, as I mentioned briefly when I was talking about my psychic reading, uh, my sister passed away in January, and so thanks to everybody for – some people reached out, so thanks for that, for those of you who already know. And then also thanks for everybody's patience, who was anxiously awaiting our new episode of the mm-hmm. podcast. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we have an avid listener base who was really upset that we didn't push out our March episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here. We're back. We Hi. are. Hello. So good to be back. Um. I, okay, so it's interesting because we had kind of started, I mean, here's some behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. We had started planning for this episode in February, I think. Yep. So I started taking my cold showers then, and this was before your sister passed. Like, one thing I was thinking about in relation to this episode um, was my half-brother, we had the same dad, he had a different mom, but like his mom passed away I want to say in 2019 Mm -hmm. and one thing that always stuck with me was that he started taking cold showers around that time and that kind of helped him I would have to ask him again but um it helped him with his grief or something it was just it was just something that he kind of maybe it became like kind of a ritual Mm -hmm. I don't really know so um it's just like it feels um like pertinent or kismet that we're discussing this now it's true i don't know yeah it's true and i actually have thoughts about it related to that because we started this before anna passed away and then uh i continued after and so i have sort of different thoughts from before versus after Uh because you know i'm going through like trauma and grief now and before i was not and like i have a different experience with it wow so i'll get to that when we talk through experiences i have before you get into the history Uh before you take us through it um Mm -hmm. i have like a logistical like a question for you yeah so um we started doing this in mid-february i just want to confirm you have not been taking 
excuse me, you haven't been taking cold showers since mid-February, right? No. Okay, so me neither, thank God. Yeah. I feel so bad. <laughs> Sorry, so we actually started in January. So Anna passed away on the 30th, so we must have started, like, in the the beginning of January. Oh. But it, we only did it for, like, maybe a week before, so it was, like, at the very end. I think we were going to record in February. And then I paused until the last couple weeks, so I think in total I've done it for about three weeks. But Same. that is, like split between okay perfect me too i would just feel bad if you're like bitch i've been taking cold showers this entire (laughs) time (laughs) no okay me neither me neither perfect no 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 so i was tasked with history this time and i was somewhat surprised by the amount of history i shouldn't be because the you pointed out like just because we don't know about it doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't exist. I know that's shocking. Yeah. Um, but I found a decent amount of stuff about it. And one really good article was on medical news. Cool. Um, which is like a medical journal, I think. Um, and it's titled The Curiosities of Medical History, The Controversy of Using Cold as Treatment. Wow. Um, and there's kind of a lot surrounding cold showers as I was learning in my research. It's really cold water and um, it's not so much like I was trying to look up, is there a huge difference between cold showers versus like cryotherapy versus ice baths? Sure. And one thing I found surprising is that it really there isn't. Like there's not this like huge, it's all kind of similar in terms of benefits, risks, and uh, suspicions slash like being researched or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, So before we get started with the history, I will tell you the stated benefits from theartofmanliness.com. Oh, okay. um, Which I feel like is a theme as I started researching this. You know, I've done zero (laughs) research on this. Haven't watched the Goop documentary Uh uh episode, but like Uh I kind of had a feeling. Yeah. Okay. So from the artofmanliness.com, the stated uh, benefits of cold showers are improved circulation, Mm -hmm. relieves depression, helps skin and hair health, uh, strengthens immunity, increases fertility, increases energy and well-being. Uh, and those are like the six main things that it's supposed to be helpful with. And huh. when I was looking into like, there's like a resurgence of this with TikTok and some other things that have come up lately where I feel like it's kind of all over the place right now or I see it a lot. And that kind of summarizes the different things that I saw as benefits. I mean, I saw everything from like, it cures cancer, which I feel like is every wellness thing. Uh, no. <laughs> to like, you know, you can stop taking your medication. Like, I saw some crazy things, but I would say that list of seven summarizes what the main things that I saw repeated were. Okay. Um. Yeah. So taking us back, sure. All, all, all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um. The first mention of cold, what what the medical journal calls, uh therapeutic hypothermia okay um is actually from 3500 bce wow so it goes this goes all the way back Uh um and it was used as a medical treatment and it outlines like there's like some scripts that outline various treatments for ailments using like super super cold water 
and it is talks about like skin irritations and other things. It talks about military situations in parentheses or in quotation marks, which I think means like battle wounds. I don't know. Uh Um, And also was likely most heavily used on people who could not afford other treatments. Oh, so not a great, not a great, uh, not great. Listen, if you don't have one thing, like just work with what you got. Yeah. Okay. Um, fast forward a thousand years, it comes up again with humors. You know what humors are? They're mm-hmm. just, they're, I hate, I don't know why, but I hate that like term. Mm-hmm. But it, for anyone who needs a refresher, it's the idea that there's four liquids that balance out your system. Um, and if they're out of whack, they cause like all kinds of diseases and to restore health. You need to address the imbalance. So the four random humors are black bile, yellow bile, phlegm, and blood. And they all are assigned hot, cold, wet, or dry. So this is where like fevers have been, the fevers would be like hot, so you're supposed to treat it with cold. So it was used, like extreme cold water was used and ice was used to treat that. At that time, it sounds like ice was kind of expensive in a lot of areas, like expensive mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. because you couldn't keep it cold. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like more of a, like you're richie rich if you're using cold showers. And I feel like this is like middle ages around. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, okay. 17th century, they, they start using it more as medicine. Um, there's a continuation of this in the late 1700s with Scottish physician William Cullen, and he talks about cold baths, and this is more when it was like, it's like a little more popular, like it was a little more widespread, and it's like supposed to, it was more like a wide variety of things in general wellness practice, and I get the sense it was like popular a lot, popularized around then, and not just like prescribed by doctors, so people were using it for like all kinds of things. Um, he also, I love this phrase, suggested that cold bathing could prevent contagion in quotation marks, as well as flaccidity of the system in young women at a certain period of life, which, okay, do we think that means periods or do we think that means to neutralize their sex drive? Uh, I thought, okay, wait, read it again. Flaccidity of what? Um, okay. Contagion, which I don't know what contagion of what, as well as flaccidity of the system in young women at a certain period of life. Okay, um, if I were to guess, uh, okay, so it must be specific to women, so it's probably talking about our genitals, so like flaccidity means like, normally when I think of flaccidity, I think of dicks. Sure, so I, I, to... I think that flaccidity might be used more generally at this time and time period but I think that it might be talking about because it says contagion and it's in that same sentence I think it's referring to like neutralizing their home hormones I thought those are two separate things no. like it contagion as well as flaccidity of the system in young women specifically so not like contagion broadly like related to women what could that be I don't know I should have dug more into it but I didn't 
I, maybe they thought like all like sexually transmitted diseases came from women. Because <laughs> yeah, like, could be. let's blame everything on women, but also like we want to have sex with them. But that's when remember there. Okay, that's also when like wandering womb syndrome was a thing. What the fuck is that? Or whatever. It's like this weird. I'd have to look it up, but it's like this weird. There was just that was like hysteria. I bet they thought hormones were contagious among women. Oh, of course. I think until like the no. 1800s. Like, like some people still think that. Yeah. So I'm I, looking at you, Kentucky. Yeah. I don't all know. Kentucky. Or all like Tennessee. No, Ugh. my aunt lives in Kentucky and she's probably listening to this. Oh, Not you. Shout out. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was a thing. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. What is Wandering Room? Do we know what that is? Uh, Wandering womb was the belief that a displaced uterus was the cause of many pathologies in women. And we can imagine what the pathologies were. A displaced? Okay, we can move on. I have more questions, but we can move on. (laughs) Like, that doesn't explain a goddamn thing. I know. Well, listen. (laughs) They were weird times. They were weird times. And I would say, even if I was to elaborate on that, you would still be like, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah. 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 You're correct. Okay. Um, Thank you for looking that up. Okay. So in the 1800s, fast forward like a hundred years, there uh, were um, some, this is where it starts to be like kind of depressing. It was used to basically sedate patients in, um, Psychiatric, psychiatric wards, wards yeah. which is I don't want to read too much of the details on that because it's really sad and unfortunate and obviously people with mental health issues have been treated like horrifyingly yeah. for a long time and still yeah. are and in this case this is like an example of that so mm-hmm. that's a sad way that it was used um, which is interesting because now we talk about like the mental health effects of it as a positive, and I think it maybe could have had a positive, but obviously in this scenario they're being treated so poorly that it was more used like punitively. Well, also then it probably wasn't like I'm just gonna guess it wasn't consensual. What I'm imagining is 100%. that like yeah. I'm throwing yeah. cold water in right. your face, and yeah. then it's electric chair time, and then bye. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, exactly. So you could use it as a tool, but unfortunately they were using it more in bad ways. Um, yeah. Okay, so then it continued to gain popularity with like cold swimming as an example and continued to grow sort of in popularity over time to have mental health, cardiovascular system, health implications, insulin, um, impacts on the insulin metabolism, reproduction and other kind of mental health things that I kind of already went over with in the beginning. And it's kind of interesting because these are all the like reported positives. There is no real scientific evidence of that. Mm. And what I would say about the culture of it. So um, I found a couple places that broke it down and a couple places, most of the most reliable sources were saying there's no right way to do it. So there's a lot of places that will charge you a lot of money to do this, but mm-hmm. you don't have to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So you can do it in cold water anywhere. You can do it in your own bathtub. So cryotherapy is a scam that we don't need to pay for. So that's an interesting question because, yes, I, based on my research, I would surmise yes. Uh-huh. Basically, this was saying, just go, you can just go get, like, some packs of ice from, like, the ice machine and do this in your own bathtub. Like, you don't need to go to these fancy places that do it for you. right. 
cryotherapy reports to have all these extra benefits and I couldn't find anything. The most reasonable resources I found were basically like, if there's benefit, it's not going to be additional benefit from cryotherapy. Okay. So you should just take a nice bath. Yeah. Okay. That's wow. what I found. And Ooh. I don't know, like, you know, I could be proven wrong on that, but that's what my sort of research led is like, there's not even proof that any of this really works uh, in some specific way. But if it does, it certainly isn't like to, to a greater degree with these other, like with cryotherapy. Okay. So it can be, it's also risky. So, um, you know, if you don't do it correctly or you do it too long, you can get hypothermia. Sure. And obviously we know the downsides of hypothermia. <laughs> Another downside, it's wasteful. If you're doing it all the time, it can, it's like a waste of water if you're not really getting any benefit. Um, if you're not, re- if you're doing it in addition to, you know, regular, regular showers. showers yeah. So anyway, there's some there's some stuff like that, but it basically hasn't really been proven. However, when I was like researching this, I felt like what I was seeing was a lot of language that was similar to the language on um, this man blog, whatever, artofman.com fitness mm. stuff. It's a lot of like, ugh, like men, you can, it's a, like a lot of the language is like, you can power through it. It's strengthening. And a lot of it is like resisting against, which really didn't resonate with me because it was like, it's a lot of like overcoming the water. There's this guy called Wim Hof. Who's yeah. Extremely popular. Yep. And he has this whole website. Obviously he's monetized it. He's a good motivational speaker. He's all these YouTube videos you can look up. So like, ugh, like it kind of reminds me of like CrossFit culture. It's just very like, we're going to conquer this fucking water. And I found that to be so counter to the messaging of it can help you because it feels like that's about us conquering something and like enduring something and suffering. And when I think of water, I think of like surrender and calm and peace. Yeah. And like that's supposed to be what we're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, it's so weird how it's sort of like lots of people report the benefits. Even I saw this New York times article on this that I can post, but there's a lot of people talking about like, yes, it's unproven, but this is like widely recognized as something that a lot of people find benefit from. Mm-hmm. And clearly you can do it for like relatively cheaply. So mm-hmm. it's like not like full scam territory, Yeah, but I just don't like, <laughs> this is my own commentary on it. But, you know, another example of this is, like, um, the ice bucket challenge, the polar bear plunge. It's mm-hmm. all, like, we're going to get through it. We're going to dump this thing. It's shocking. It's hard. And in, like, yoga and um, astrological science, like, Ayurvedic medicine, it's a lot more about, like, water symbolizing surrender and transformation. Mm-hmm. It's the only, you know, of the four, like earth, wind, fire, water, like water's the one that neutralizes everything else. Mm-hmm. Water signs like Cancer and Pisces are like emotional and intuitive. They're actually like feminine energy. So it's interesting to me that like the the culture around this has become so weird kind of macho yes macho and like ego driven Uh uh-huh i would Uh say yeah Yeah. that's i had really when i was going through this i had really similar thoughts as well 
Um, I don't know if you want to, is there... Yeah, that was, I mean, the history is basically, that's, that is, it, I was surprised by how long it's been used yeah. in such a specific way. And then I thought it was also interesting how, you know, if I kind of zoom out, the use of water as like a healing thing, it makes sense to me that that's not new at all. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that it's the culture of it, like in the, you know, early thousands to now is really what I find more like new age and weird. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Anyway. So that's the, that's the history. Oh, Wow. It's like, it's like a lot of the things that we talk about and, and we do, maybe there's not a ton of, uh, you know, longitudinal scientific evidence that's like, that proves the benefits that doing this can have. But if you find it to be personally beneficial and if you enjoy it and it doesn't hurt anything, so why not do it, you know? No, yeah, totally. Even- I, I totally agree. And I think, I mean, there's some obvious, like, you know, a cold press is, like, something that is, I'm pretty sure, scientifically proven to, right. you know, help with certain things. And so, like, inflammation and stuff. So, it's not like, it's not like, I don't, <laughs> obviously, that stuff is pretty proven. Yeah. You know, ice baths, if you've been working out a lot, like, can help you with inflammation. So, like, that stuff is real, like, quote-unquote real. Right. Um, And so, yeah, I, I think it's been, it's interesting. So, okay, that was the history. I think it would be interesting to hear your experience. Sure. Um, I'm starting to already go there. So yes, um, as we said, um, we embarked on this journey and then we took a hiatus to take care of business and then we kind of returned to it. And um, I I don't know if it, I trust your sense of the timeline more than mine, but I started doing this right before we had a freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, so that To me, that was like, it might have been February, but the point is, or January, I don't know. So I started doing it and I kind of did the traditional start cold, end cold. Um, I really obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but I absolutely dreaded it. And I would (laughs) have to be like some type of under the influence (laughs) to like, did like psych myself up and do it. And I would play, like, really loud music. Like, I was basically, like, distracting myself from the yeah. experience just so I could power through it. Hmm. Um, so maybe I couldn't I couldn't tame my mind. And then we had to take a pause. And I thought, thank fucking God, because <laughs> that was terrible. And then um, let me think about this. Or no, I think I did it. I think I it's been a while. I, I didn't take careful notes at the time. But I think I kind of went back and forth like one day I would do a full cold shower Mm -hmm. and then the next day I would be like okay I'm going to take a kind of regular shower and then like the last five minutes I'm gonna like do a blast of cold and I just kind of like experimented with that um to see how it kind of fit and then hated both methods Mm -hmm. and so then um so in March for two weeks, once I got going again, I kind of thought like, I don't want to necessarily do that again, because right. maybe you do get to a point if you are to continue that you don't even notice it or you look forward to it even. Um, but I just kind of thought um, I am instead of doing that, I'm going to tune into my body and instead of torturing myself and punishing myself. Um, I'm going to do it a little bit in like a more, a more gentle way. So what I started 
doing was I would start, I wouldn't start hot. I would say I started warm. And then once I got comfortable with that, then I would gradually increase to like colder, I would say by maybe like 10 degrees. And then, okay, once I got like maybe a minute, once I got comfortable with that, um, then I would, I would keep like decreasing the temperature until I got to cold. And mm-hmm. I, I won't say like, I, I never got to a point where it was like ice cold, like okay. not freezing. Um, but like, I kind of found that over time after doing that, um, it would, I would kind of like, okay, well now I'm comfortable. Like I would become, how do I, how can I say this? Um, I, I was able to take on the colder temperatures more quickly, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like ease into it faster. Yes, I could ease into it faster. My body was just like, okay, let's go. Like we're ready. We're, we know we're we down. Know what's going on. Yes. Like I'm not like shocking myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those were kind of the methods. Um, if I took like a mostly cold shower, like if I, I just kind of experimented with different things, which maybe isn't the best for methodology, but I felt like. I just want to see, um, like kind of what feels good and then figure out like what would work for me perfectly. And I do feel like the, the slow, the steady, like gradual increase from warm to cold, that was what worked best. Mm -hmm. And there were, there were some days where like the days that I felt the most resistance that I noticed were in the days leading up to my period. Mm -hmm. Um, not only am I probably a, a raging a monster but also I'm just I'm really heightened and like my I'm very like sensitive like things are very Got it. heightened so like someone could hit me right now and like I'm it's fine where I'm at in my cycle but like in those like in kind of in those like the I'm gonna say five to seven days beforehand I'm just more sensitive to like sensations um, which maybe could be a good thing, but for cold showers, not so much. Um, so I was really not looking forward to it on those days. Um, I noticed like emotionally, if I'd had a bad day, like all I wanted was just like to be comforted. Like the last thing I wanted was to like add like another unpleasant mm-hmm. experience on top of my day. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would dread it, but then like once I got in there. And I adjusted, like, it was, it was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like, I can do this. This is, this is cool. Um, and then as, like, I would, like, I would get out and be like, okay, I did it. And that was nice. As opposed to, let's say, if it's colder weather and you're in your hot shower, you almost don't, you won't want to get out because you know it's going to be cold. So it kind of made me think of, you know, how do I, like, what is my relationship with discomfort? Mm-hmm. What is my relationship? I mean, with like cre like creature comforts, and then what is my relationship with um like resistance, like resistance to things that I don't want to do? Because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that I don't have a ton of willpower. If I'm not the type of person that I'm going to, I'm gonna set this goal, like running a marathon. That sounds terrible. Like I'm not gonna do things for the sake of saying I could do them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that person. And I think, like, with the first approach, that's just, like, I'm just going to, like, grit through this and, like, bear it, kind Mm -hmm. of. 
that didn't really, that didn't work for me because it was that sort of mentality of like, I'm going to show this water who's the boss mm-hmm. and I'm not that type of person. So I felt like I was doing it wrong because I feel like when I think of cold showers and getting the full benefit of it, it should be like freezing cold from start to finish. Mm-hmm. You should ignore like how you're feeling about it. But the second method, like the second two weeks with that approach, it it really just it sat with me better. And, you know, maybe I didn't get the full benefits from it, but I that's just kind of what worked for me. So I just kind of wanted to follow my own sense of like, if I need this to be beneficial, like, what is that going to work for me? And I didn't get caught up in what is the right way to do this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It also begs the question, like the way the benefit of like doing it and not easing into it is shock. Yeah. So is the goal of this shock to your system or is the goal to experience like, for your body to experience the cold water. And I didn't find anything that told me, not that it matters, like I totally plus one to you on like just doing whatever works for you. But Mm -hmm. in addition to what you pointed out, I would say it's not like I found anything that was like, this is beneficial because it shocks your system. It's like, I don't know that that has to be the goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freezing your system for no reason. And why should it be? That right. Like if you want to do that, you can do that. But I didn't want to fucking do that. (laughs) Especially when it's like January, February, and it's so cold outside, like like freakishly cold because it's Texas, and it's not Mm -hmm. like we have a solid, predictable four months of winter. You know. Um. Anyway, side side point, but. So yeah, I don't know. It was just like the first, it just underlined that like, I have to be, I have to be higher drunk to do this. Like what benefit is that? You know what I mean? So did you, what did you feel like afterwards or didn't you feel much because you were higher drunk? Um, I did not keep like a daily, I should have been more methodical. I didn't keep like a daily log of like how, um, like, what were the benefits? What was right. I feeling before or after during? But what was your question again? If you, what you felt, yeah, just what, how you felt after. Did you notice any effects that were positive? No, or, I mean, okay. I only did, again, I only did it for a week. So, okay. like, maybe not enough time to, you know, count the positives. But, like, the only positives I remember was just, like, I would get out of the shower and be, like, thank God. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I, I think I do remember feeling, like, a sense of accomplishment. Like, okay, I can did it. I, I can do it and I did it, but for what, you yeah. know? So I'm, I don't know. I, um, okay. uh, there was something else I was going to say. No, I can't remember. It, it escaped my mind. Maybe I'll think about it, but anyway. Did any of the, on the note of you like leading up to your period and stuff and feeling more sensitive and maybe more like whatever it is, emotional, you know, hormonal, all yeah. those things. Like did this ever kind of like serve to quiet your mind because a lot of people report positives around anxiety <laughs> okay <laughs> in the way you're looking at me right now is okay here's um here's something that i should have noted from the top is are you a nighttime shower or a daytime shower day okay i'm a nighttime shower okay. and like a lot of people i imagine that one of the benefits from cold showers is that like it wakes me up and mm-hmm. I get energized. Mm-hmm. I I never shower in the morning okay. unless I'm, I don't know. I 
I took a red eye flight and then I arrived to my destination and I take a shower. Like it's okay. extremely rare for me to shower in the morning. Okay. Um, so that was like kind of one of the concerns going into this is like, is this going to wake me up? Right. And like, I have been, I think it's more of an anxiety thing, could be a hormonal thing, but definitely for the past, I'd say two, two and a half weeks, my anxiety, my lack of my inability to sleep. I am a dolphin as we've established, Mm -hmm. um, has been off the charts. And so, yeah, I don't, I, and, and so that was kind of another thing of just like, I don't want to have that experience and then like try and relax and like get into bed and sleep. But for out of the fairness to cold showers, um, (laughs) no shade cold showers. I mean, just like, you know, uh, giving, to give you the full picture, like, yeah, the last two weeks there's just been stuff going on with work. Like I, I've gotten back on birth control. I'm like, like women were constantly going through hormonal changes. Mm-hmm. So like maybe not being able to sleep is because of cold showers. But it's so hard to like to really know pinpoint exactly. So um, I feel like to really fully um, understand like the impacts, positive or negative, of this, I would have to do. I would have to. Remove so many, like, factors almost, yeah. which I yeah. can't do. Yeah. So that's probably why this appeals to men, because they don't have a fucking <laughs> cycle. That's making them crazy half the time. I think that it's just, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's marketed towards men. No, I, I definitely think it's, um like, bro, machismo, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, culture. But Well, I'm here to take back water. I would say... <laughs> You can't own water, men. Mm-mm. Um, and just so you know, jokes on you because it's pretty feminine. It's all about surrender and feminine energy. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why you're trying to conquer it. I Ever love think that. about that one, men. I hadn't. No, I love how you point that out. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, I would. Okay, so I want to hear kind of like what your takeaway is, but yeah. I wanted to share. So uh, the first time that I ever did cold showers was in uh when Caleb and I were redo I mean besides when I was younger and grew up in a family that had one shower and a small water heater and it would just run out when I was my turn Mm -hmm. besides those accidental yeah go ahead I I do want to talk about like your relationship to like yeah showering cold Mm -hmm. showers cold water like if you've done anything like the polar plunge like I definitely want to talk about that well Yes. I mean, you were starting to. I interrupted, no, yeah. but I just want to like just, continue that so conversation. So that is one of my relationships to it is mm-hmm. running out of water. <laughs> um, I had I loved to swim when I was younger, but we would go to the pool every Wednesday or something, and there was a rule about me because I would my lips would turn blue in the pool, mm-hmm. and my mom had a rule that if my lips turned blue, I had to get out of the pool, and so I would try to hide that my lips were blue. So you'd be like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or I would just, like, try to, like, paddle away. Okay. And she would, like, take – I like to think she'd, like, take me by the nape of the neck, but she didn't really do that. Sure, but, you sure, know, sure. she was just, like, plucking me out of the water. It's, like, pretty small. I just want to say, I feel like every other episode we shout out Janet. So, <laughs> shout out to yeah. Janet. Um, yeah, what does that say about my childhood? Um, <laughs> it means you had a great mom. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so – but she had this rule about it, and so I have association with that, and then – 
when I was re- when Caleb and I were redoing our bathroom in our house, which we only have one of currently. Mm-hmm. We did not have a shower, and there's some things, of course, like went wrong, like any renovation. So we were out of a shower for a while, and at one point it was pretty cold, and I just hooked up a hose outside and like hooked it up to like make a shower because it has like the shower head thing and I took a cold shower out there and it was freezing cold and I did it and like that was like my most recent memory of doing cold showers well I did not know that um okay some questions how long did you have to first of all I love showering outside I love doing anything outside that is me being naked outside great second um how long did you have to do that for I only took a couple of showers that way, and so I think I pushed it with how long I wasn't showering. I bet we were out of a bathroom for, like, a week or something. Okay. I mean, I would sponge bath and stuff, but, like, in terms of, like, washing my hair and, you know. Got it. My next question is, yeah. what month was it? Like, I want to say it was, like, January. Oh, yeah, it was <gasps> January. Last, yeah. Okay. I was, was going to say, like, if it was in August, No, like... no, no, no. It was cold outside. <sighs> um, And so I would say that when I was entering this experiment, I was not looking forward to it really. But I also thought in my mind, like I felt like I could do it and I really wasn't looking forward to it. I think also we grew up in Lake Michigan and like we would just swim all the time and there was just always times when it was cold and you would just swim anyway. So maybe I just had that in my mind. Like you just do it kind of, you know? Wow. Yeah. Um, And so... Like, I remember it would be, like, cold. It's, like, oh, at first it's cold, and then you can't really feel it. And it's, like, yeah, because you can't feel most of your body. Right. Anyway, so that was the space I entered with. When I first started doing this for this podcast, I did it. um, I would just, like, do it cold and then time myself. And my role was, like, I had to do over 60 seconds. I was, like, okay, I'll start with 60 seconds and, like, build up. Yep. And I would say that I pretty much just sat there waiting for it to be over. Same. Mm -hmm. Um, And could build up stamina a little bit. And then I, but at that time, I really, I was off work and I was between jobs. I was like transitioning jobs. And then I also was like, just not stressed about anything. So it was kind of a, I didn't feel like it like, did much or like I didn't react too much or I was just like okay this like you said wakes me up kind of sure it's fine uh-huh. moving on with my life I will say that when I I found that I almost got more benefit out of it when I started out cold than when I started out hot because then when I got out of the shower I felt like the house was warmer like sometimes when I get up in the morning I'm like oh it's like cold in here whatever yeah and so like I have a hard time like kind of like uncurling and I feel like that kind of made it so that when I got out of the shower I was like oh it's actually like fine in here like the temperature is like relatively warm compared to the shower totally um whereas when I was hot and I I barely noticed the effects of it because it was just like cooling me down yeah you know was this overall or the first week that you did it so this is the first week okay um and then afterwards like after I started the second time and then Mm. I was going through a lot and like after you know the last month has been or the last couple months have been obviously incredibly challenging and like I've just been going I my body has been like having I process grief and stress and stuff like definitely heavily through my body so like Mm -hmm. like you I get like very like my skin sensitive it's just like everything's like 
reacting. Mm-hmm. I get like hives. I'll have like panic attack. You know, it's just like everything. Yeah. And I feel like it was more beneficial. This is why I asked you this. I feel it's more beneficial like the last couple weeks I've done it and has almost like it matches the intensity of my experience, but then offers like a different experience, if that makes sense. Like, so it's like I'm my body and like me, so like I'm going through something really intense, and yeah. then the water is like offering something that's sort of like as intense as I'm going through, but then like I can just sort of like let go. I okay, I have like a weird like when you said that, what I thought was if you're depressed mm-hmm. and the sun is shining and the mm-hmm. weather is beautiful and like it seems like everyone's having a good time it makes mm-hmm. you feel like kind of isolated in that experience mm-hmm. as opposed to like if you're going through a hard time and you're depressed and like the weather is like shitty rainy cold uh-huh. cloudy and then you're just like <sighs> it feels yeah. like less isolating or something so like that's kind of the, like the first thing I thought of I don't know if that makes sense but just like the intensity yes. like something being matched I yeah. think is the parallel here yeah and then I can choose to sort of dial it down and yeah. then that helps me ramp down a little bit because it's almost like you know I'm externalizing what's happening and then I can just kind of like turn off the water and then it kind of like helps me like calm down so yeah I think it's actually been pretty helpful Um, the one thing I'll say is I noticed something about myself that I've never really articulated, which is like, when I really don't want to do something, like if you haven't worked out forever and you're about to work out and it just feels wrong, like you're not like in a moment of inspiration, you're in a moment of like, I'm just going to start working out even though I don't feel like it. Sure. Super don't feel like it. Yeah. I feel like I get like an orchestra clashing sound in my head. Like I, it's like, eh, like the, like. Like, if an orchestra went off the rails yeah, kind of sound. Yeah, just cacophony. I feel like that just, like, ha- like that sound is, like, in my head. I'm just, like, my whole body is just, like, no. Like, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Um, And I almost, like, will, like, turn away kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then, so it's been, there's been a couple of times when that has been the case where, like, super, super don't want to do it. And it's really times, like you said, when I want to be, like, cozy under the covers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not... I'm struggling to kind of, like, come out of my shell, but... Yeah. Um, so, it has been actually pretty helpful, and then, you know, my lips still do turn blue, so... <laughs> I've never seen... I don't think I've seen blue lips. It You have... You, it doesn't sound... It looks less extreme than you think it does. Okay. Like, it's, like, more like a purpley, purpley like, yeah. It, if you saw it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've seen that. So, wait, that happened to you while you were in the shower? Yeah. <gasps> I was like, oh, yeah, my lips still do turn blue. If I huh. Okay. Um, so, I don't think I would do it all the time, but I liked it more than I expected to like it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, it's interesting, like, how, well, two things come to mind, which is, like you're, it's interesting what you're saying about like the emotional experience like okay. just like intensity wise like matching the other thing that I, I cannot shake is as you're like telling me about this it sounds really nice to me to like before work wake up go for a run 
come home, take a cold shower. Maybe I'm going to journal while having some coffee. And then I start my day. A green smoothie. Yes. Like that is what I want. Like I'm not that person. Like I roll out of bed and then like kind of log on and then I'm like really sloppy for the first hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, to me, it kind of fits in this, like, I'm going to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. kind of like person. And if I showered in the morning, I don't know. I feel like things would, it, it might, I don't know. I wonder if I did shower in the morning and tried this, if I, if it would change things or. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We could try it. Yeah. I've always, I like, I sometimes want to be a shower at night person because I like the idea of like winding down and marking the end. So. Yeah. So we should be showering both times of the day. Wait, say that again. Maybe we should be showering like both day, both times of the day. I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I've heard... I don't think this is true. Because I've heard that Americans shower then more... Like, the average American showers twice a day. Like, yeah, that that to me feels excessive. And, like, bad for your skin. Um, yeah. Probably dries it out, assuming they're mostly taking hot showers. But... Yeah. Um, no, it, this is boring, but it's just, like, I go to work, I work, and then I exercise. Like, I walk. <laughs> that's, that's exercise. And then I'll take a shower... Because I, I like to go to bed clean. Yeah. Or feeling clean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But that's interesting. I like that you liked it better than you thought you would. Um, yeah. Cool. I also think I like wa- – I don't know what your experience with, like, water generally is. But if I think of something – I like – I mean, I grew up near water, so maybe that's a big part of it. But I do find water, like, extreme – like, if I was to – be by a pool with my feet in the pool versus like watching a fireplace for example I would like choose the water like I really find um that I find water resonates with me more um okay that's really interesting because I would rather choose I mean not that water can't be dynamic but mm-hmm. like I would I would choose sit by a fire like mm-hmm. any time but just because I love, like, a cozy vibe as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, a tranquil, like, feet-in-the-pool vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I Okay, my relationship with water. Let's think about this. Um, I will say that I do have to, if I truly want to, like, unplug and relax, like, I definitely have to put myself in, in an environment. And that environment has been, like, baths. And so that's like, okay, I'm just going to like chill here for an hour. I got my setup. I got my bath salts. I got my candles. Mm -hmm. You know how I do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes. But I've never like, I wouldn't say that I'm like a water baby. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I grew up swimming competitively, but like I would choose mountains over beach or whatever for example like any day like I would choose let's okay let's say this I would choose um like dynamicism like something dynamic and Mm -hmm. like active over something relaxing and tranquil Mm -hmm. like nine times out of ten Mm -hmm. but when I do need to okay I'm heightened I need to relax like I have to force myself to go in water and like that'll do the trick does that make sense? Yeah. You know? Well, that's not... We should do... Um, we should do doshas next. Because that's like a whole... Like vatas. Oh, and, yeah. You know, the Ayurvedic. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think in order to do it correctly, we would have to, like, actually consult someone. But 
My understanding of what you would be is probably a Vata. Spoiler alert for if we do that. Is that the air one? Yeah, yeah. that's like the one that's like um, has trouble with grounding and also is like very energetic and you know brings the energy and all that stuff. And I feel like what I know of Doja's from my memory from yoga teacher training is that you you are inclined towards the one that is more like you, uh-huh. but then you have to do the opposite thing. Yeah. That's actually what you need. Yeah. So like for you, it would be, yeah. So you're like Wild. wanting something active and then you should be doing, quote unquote, should be doing something, you know, that to ground you. Yeah. That's okay. That's interesting. Um, so, cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I, like, I can kind of recall Obviously, I want to know your thoughts about this as well, but, like, I can recall beach vacations where I'm just, like, okay, so we're just going to sit here and, like, <laughs> look at the water for, like, multiple days. Like, mm-hmm. by the end of day two, I'm, like, what else? Like, what else? You know? I sort of agree with that with being on the beach, but I just really like being in the – I like the feeling of being in the water. Sure. So, if I was just sitting on the beach and, I did, and it was, like, not pleasant to swim, I would get bored, like, pretty often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, hmm. Okay. So who, wait, have you done cold plunges? Or sorry, like a polar bear, polar bear plunge? Polar bear plunge. Absolutely not. Um, I found out recently, I think that originated in Canada, uh, like a Greek immigrant. Yes. Like the first, like, I think it was like in the thirties or twenties. Yeah. Um, Sorry, uh, his, extra history here. Yeah, wow, I didn't do my job. <laughs> no, I found out recently, not through your research. Sorry. <laughs> not to steal your historian thunder for this episode, but okay. I don't, did you find in your research anything, like, why he started doing it? It was, like, him and, like, six friends, they were, I like... did briefly look it up, and most of what I discovered is that it, like, was a challenge that then since has become, like... A people big like, thing. It has, and it's mostly around people who they kind of like donate money. It's like a big fundraising. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, it do, it's fine. Like that's yeah. not the topic of our episode, but um, yeah, no. To answer your question, I've never done that. It always sounds terrible. Um, I would say like the closest thing. Um, the closest thing, like what's coming to mind? I love saunas. Okay. Um. It, my brother lives in Asheville, and then the last time I visited him in, I want to say, uh, February? God, no. Or August? I, it doesn't matter. So the last time I visited him, they have, like, a um, Scandinavian-style, like, sauna yeah. place. Yeah. And I don't think we have anything like that here mm-hmm. in Austin. Um, but they have more, like, white people per capita there. So, um um, we went to that facility. I think it's called something very obvious, like Asheville sauna or right. sauna house, or I don't know, but it was very much like, okay, go into this sauna for however long and then do like this, yeah, ice bath for at least one to two minutes or something, excuse me, and then just alternate back and forth. And I remember like we did that kind of cycle I want to say for maybe an hour and a half or something or maybe two hours I'm not sure and then I remember feeling like by the end of it like I do I did feel what you would probably describe as like endorphins (laughs) like feel good endorphins so like I felt like relaxed I felt like 
kind of it was like kind of exhilarating yeah. like I, I do remember kind of feeling like there's dopamine coursing through my veins or whatever yeah. so clarity yeah, just like kind of like a like a, a light euphoria. Yeah. Um, yeah, very I, I, happy. I don't know, just at ease, relaxed, mm-hmm. like energized, like all the good things I can only attribute to like dopamine, serotonin, whatever. Probably I don't know. Um, so like I enjoyed that. Like I would definitely do that. Um, again, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about cold showers though. Like I'm not sure if this is gonna become part of my routine. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't hearing that from you. Yeah. <laughs> If you had said it was going to become part of your routine, I was pretty surprised. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think I'll keep doing it, but I'm not sure. Let's see. Um, My desire would be to keep doing it, and I bet that I'll stop. Sure. Okay, fair. Like, I should keep doing it because uh-huh. it seems like it is helping, but I feel like for some reason I won't. Um, But I don't really know why I wouldn't. We'll see. It's a little bit TBD. Like, I, I think that the effect is enough that, like, I feel like I'll keep doing it until one day I stop and then I just won't keep doing it. You know what I mean? I, I think it's probably, like, like running. Like, you get really into your groove. Like, I run three miles every day and then something happens, the holidays, I don't know what. You get out of practice and it's a bitch to start doing it again. I imagine it's something like that, that it's like... Yeah. I'm not gonna look forward to getting back into it, but once you do, it's it's you're it's fine. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't know. I mean, I remember like in the second phase of this, like the two week phase when we picked it up again, it was I would just kind of I would check in with myself, like, how am I feeling? Can I do this? How do I wanna do this? Um, and then I feel like that was really kind of helpful. But again, it's I would never get out of the a cold shower thinking like I regret that. Like, it was uncomfortable, but I never regretted it, you know? Right. Right. But, yeah. What would that look like to regret it? Say what? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like You're just, like, sitting in the corner crying. Yeah. I did that. (laughs) Truly. I I would never, like, look forward to it, I would say. Right. But. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Who would you recommend this to? Or would you? Wow. I mean, I would recommend this to anyone who's looking to shake up their routine, who's looking maybe to, like, explore. I mean, I am so good at distracting myself and checking out of my body that this was a really good exercise of checking in with my body and just, like, listening to what I needed. And then, like, maybe if I do feel resistance or discomfort towards this, like, can I challenge that? Okay, yes, I'm going to challenge that. How how can I best do that like in this moment today? So I would recommend it to people who are maybe looking to get more in touch with their physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I'm hearing from you, like it sounds like if you're going through a hard, like maybe intense time, like what would it be like to try this out? Like I, I feel like anyone who is interested in like experimenting in any sort of way, like, I don't know, it sounds like it could be an interesting exercise. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. I would say um, it's low cost to try. Sure. I would probably try it maybe three times before you know. I would go into it being like, okay, I'm going to try this three times. At the end of the third time, I feel like you'll know if you want to keep doing it or like keep trying it and like build up your stamina or if you like don't want to do it Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think that you really don't need that long. Like I would say 60 seconds was like a good starting place. You yeah. Can do less. Um, I think that it would be interesting to try it. Like you said, shake up your routine for sure. And it would also be interesting to try it if you're going through a hard time. I would say that can definitely, it's, it is intense itself. And yeah. so I would only do it if you're in a place that you feel like, yeah, I'm open to trying. If you're going through a hard time and you're open to trying a new thing to kind of experiment with to work through that, then yes, you do not have to be open to that if you're going through a hard time. You That's know? a very good caveat. So yeah. I think you kind of have to like be in the place of being cool with that. And if you are just more like, no, I'm in the place of wanting to find tried and true coping mechanisms and this and that, like I wouldn't try this because it's not, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And it might be, you might have a super strong negative reaction to it. So like you run that risk and you might not be in a place to do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's who I would recommend it to. And I think we can not pay $75 to go to a nice bath place. I think you can just get a couple of bags of ice from your corner store and that's going to be a dollar fifty, mm-hmm. and then whatever the cost of filling up your bathtub is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, it's not. It's not so unfathomable, but like how they're like packaging an ice bath or like cryotherapy, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Do this and give us money." Like, of course, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that people really do believe that. And yeah. I could be, I mean, I'm not, that's just what I sort of found, but I, who knows, maybe I'm wrong. And I, it's, it's certainly a different experience. So maybe yeah. people like the experience better. I don't know, but. Yeah. If you want to drive to a place, <laughs> uh, do the cryotherapy and then drive, like, that's fine. That's, that's on you. You help yourself, you know, we're just here to help ourselves. Yeah. We're going to help ourselves by not spending money. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> or spend it on, like other shit (laughs) yeah yeah all the other things that we peddle on this podcast yeah our champagne bottles that we pop get some champagne instead of cryotherapy right that'll help you real fast yeah um if you're danielle it'll help you take a cold shower no but actually truly i know (laughs) yeah yeah well okay that was like it was a more interesting experience than i thought it was going to be yeah, when we started doing this, I was just like, how much are we going to have to say about, like, a cold shower? But it's... There's... Turns out we can talk about anything. Yeah. Um, I would say that it would be fun to do either Ayurvedic stuff or um, just even um, now that we've done cold showers, there's other things that you can do with the other elements, like earthing. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm sure there's something with wind that we can do. Wind therapy. Farting. <laughs> wow, let's circle back to the first part of the episode. I know. <laughs> um, but I bet there's other things that we could try. Okay. I'm not going to walk over hot coals, I'll tell you that much, but we I think can probably not. do other elements and see how we react to them. Cool. This would be the first in a series. The first in a series. The you elements. You first. Oh my gosh. Okay. Not sure where else you would hear it, but um, <gasps> right. cool. Well, helpers. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Yeah. We, um... We can't help ourselves. Can you? I don't know. What do we? How do we end this? I don't think we do usually. <laughs> I don't even like, know. See you next time. <laughs> okay. Bye. Good luck. <laughs>